praise the Lord. Well, happy Mother, and um, I like to say happy Woman's Day, you know, for all the uh, women and girls and everybody. I think it's a great day to celebrate um, and uh, encourage and and thank women who have meant so much to our lives through the years, and uh, certainly mothers and grandmothers and I know in my personal life, my great aunt was very influential and took up a lot of time with my brother and I and just such a delight in our lives. So many fond memories um, of travel with her and just funny times and times of laughter. Um, So special women, maybe they're not even kin to you, but they've been such an influence and impact. Um, My spiritual mom, Pat Harrison, uh, has been uh, a, a tremendous blessing to me for really over 40 years, which sounds like a lifetime, but uh, um, she had, and I, I thank God for her this morning, and um, thank God for all of you being here. I, I heard a funny story uh, about a, a married couple, several children, three or four children, and uh, he came home from work, and there was stuff everywhere and there were roller skates out there was uh, dishes from the night before there were clothes everywhere uh his wife was had rollers in her head and her pajamas on still and the the three children were still in bed you know watching cartoons <laughs> and he said what has happened or he and she said well you asked me the other day what do i do all day long <laughs> And so she just kind of left it as it is so that he would know what's being done all day long, right? And I, and so I think it's sometimes we take it for granted what uh, what women are doing. And I know many, many times men are cooking as well or cleaning. But it, it's interesting how it kind of falls on the, the ladies, doesn't it? <laughs> so we do appreciate all the hidden things that were done for us all these uh, through women in our lives, and we appreciate you so much this morning. And I want to talk, talk about a special lady in the Bible today, and uh, this is uh, Luke chapter 1. So if you would turn with me, Luke chapter 1, verse 26, and you might say to me, Scarlett, this is this is the Christmas. You know, you've been quarantined too long, and you've got your days all mixed up. It's not Christmas, it's Mother's Day. But I... Uh, I think that you ate some things to, to this story, even in, in the spring. And you can see uh, the tremendous power of God and the blessing toward women here and there. So that's why I'm reading what we would call the Christmas story. And sometimes I think it's good to have it at another time of year so that we can really glean some more spiritual truths out of it instead of Christmas trees and wreaths. Right? So here we go. Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month of the angel Gabriel, sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art among women. Now, this is, you know, a really powerful scripture. Uh, I know that through the years when I've read it, I thought, what a special woman was that God would say this to her and um, that he would, you know, he would pick her out and that he would use her in this mighty way and, and do, you know, even a miracle, a, a miraculous birth, you know, and use her in this 
uh, in this mighty way. Um, and then I got to thinking the three things that the scripture says here uh, that the angel told her and that God was telling this angel to tell. We know it was Gabriel her that first of all, you are highly favored. Now, you know, when we think about being born again and being made the righteousness in Christ Jesus, that we live in Christ, that we're joined with him. There is scripture after scripture about the favor of God on our lives. In fact, Psalm 512 says he encompasses us about with a shield of favor. Ladies and gentlemen, we will speak to the gentlemen today, too. You are covered up in favor. Amen. And and we're going to take away from Mary's life. She did what she was supposed to do, and I think she handled it very well, actually. Uh, but, you know, we we can relate to her because favor of God is on our life. And I think it's good to remember that and declare that uh, frequently because the world has a way of beating you down. People have a way of discouraging you. Maybe they don't even mean to, but they can say things that are really uh, demeaning or down to you. Have you ever had that happen? <laughs> or is it just me? And so, uh, you know, we can say and declare who we, that we are highly favored of God and man. And you know, it's interesting how it works, how that, uh, that, that we speak forth, uh, is, is so mighty that before long, somebody will just do something for you. And maybe they might even say, I don't even did it. I just like you. Amen. Well, that's a favor of God, isn't it? Well, I don't even know why, you know, this, this thing that I have to, you know, I'm going to give to you out of all the people that I know. I just really like you. Amen. So, you know, the favor of God can bring you amazing things and open up so many doors, not only for things to come into your life, but for people to come into your life. Because uh, people, sometimes if they like you, listen to the message of the gospel. Amen. They'll be more likely to listen to somebody that they are attracted to or that they like someone who's being mean and you tell them they're going to hell and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it opens up doors of opportunity to preach the gospel. It just means to proclaim. Really, we're all preachers. Amen. So then the second thing here uh, that the, the, the angels said to her, the Lord is with thee. Wow, what a great thing. What a wonderful thing. However, we know even in Hebrews 13, 5, said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So this morning, God is with you. In fact, you know, all this Christmas scripture here says that that Jesus' name would be called Emmanuel, God with you. It's just nice to know today that God is with me walking down that street or going in that grocery store. Amen. Or going in that, you know, or Home Depot or wherever I am. God is with me. Amen. And and I can I just be bold today? <laughs> I'm not a carrier of COVID. I'm a carrier of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm a carrier of his glory and his power and might. Hallelujah. And he has overcome the world. 
So praise God. Anybody that comes in contact with me is going to be touched by a disease, but by the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Do you believe that? Amen. Amen. That's who we are. And don't tell you you're any different because God is with you. Amen. God is with me. And I'm telling you, you can just go a little further and send me. He's in me. He's on me. He's around me. I mean, he's just all over me. Amen. We have a song that something like that, but I won't break out. He's all over me and he's keeping me alive. Right. Glory to God. So we see here that this the first thing really favored. So are we. She is uh is with the Lord. The Lord is with her. So are we with him and he's in us. And then it says, blessed, blessed art thou among women. Well, our pastor was just talking about the blessing of the Lord. Jesus made a curse for us. The Bible says that we might be blessed. Hallelujah. So he cursed in his body. That's what Calvary was all about. Every curse was taken care of. Thank God. You will praise him. Amen. Just think about that when you're lifting your hands. He took every curse upon him. Now, if people is what a curse is, it's anything that steals from your life, that kills you or is trying to destroy you. Those are curses. Amen. We know that, you know, think about Africa or some of these nations where they have voodoo and, 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 uh, and the little dolls, what are they called? Voodoo dolls. Yeah. There you go. And then they do these awful things to them to put curses on people or incantations, etc. Um, but the Bible says you cannot bless. God's blessed. It won't, it won't work because we're, too, we're too blessed to be cursed. Amen. He paid it all so we don't have to have it. Isn't that good news today? Not just for for this woman here, but for all these women, all the women listening and all the men as well. God did it all. He did it all. It says he saved to the uttermost. He saved to the uttermost. Amen. Now, uh, we'll go on down here and it says... uh, Verse 29, and uh, she saw him and she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of sin this was. And the angel said unto her, fear not. Hallelujah. Mary, thou hast found favor with God. Well, you know what? We found favor. We have. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Now, you know, Mary is unlikely candidate because she wasn't married she was a virgin but you know jesus is is he's in the impossible working business he works impossible things that's what he slices in so when we become up against an impossible situation we shouldn't say this is impossible we should say oh this is a good job god this is a good opportunity to see some miraculous things here amen this is a great time for god to shine Hallelujah. And, 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 and he did here. In fact, uh, we know that he brought forth, uh, his son. Uh, so we'll read along. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great. Hallelujah. And shall be called the 
son of the house, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, since I'm since I'm no no not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost. I love that. Don't you love the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall be thee, and therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Now, I want you to know, that, of course, this is a, such an important message about the, the, the uh, conception, the holy conception of, of our Lord and Jesus, and, and thank God for that. But I want you to be able to relieve today that Jesus is the word the Bible says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So the ghost today can overshadow you. Hallelujah. And today he can come upon you just like he did in the book of Acts. He come, didn't he? He can overshadow you. And the word of God, the incorruptible seed can be sown in your heart today. And it can mightily and produce. Because seeds are supposed to produce. Well, an incorruptible seed, you know it's going to produce, right? And the word of God, Jesus, is the word. And, and just like he was right here brought forth by the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost of you, his word in you can, can be so productive. Hallelujah. And, and, and what I love about this story, too, we haven't even talked about it, but... She's things are happening in her home, too. Amen. And she's conceived through her husband. Uh, and then, you know, we did on the Baptist was born of her and that he prepared the way for the Lord. And so these two cousins, very strategic, but impossible since in both their lives to bear children. Elizabeth is stricken in age. So, you know, here's miraculous things happening by the power of the Holy Ghost, the incorruptible seed here that was sown. And then I love this. It says, uh, verse 36, and my cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. And so he is stricken with age. The Bible says old age and she's barren. And the Holy Ghost has, uh, enabled and empowered that couple who's old too to have uh, a child as well. So, uh, you know, again, impossible things, impossible things. Look at Verbin. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I love that he uses young women and he uses old women. Older I get, the more glad I am that he uses older women. And, and, and this horrible thing that has been going on throughout the world, it's aimed at older people. The devil wants to take out the wisdom and the experience and the, the delight of older people. They mean to us and what they are in our lives. And so, you know, he's even targeted that group, which just makes me mad. Amen. And we should indeed for our mothers and, and if you have grandmothers and these nursing homes and these living assisted living. We should be on our knees and, and interceding on behalf of these people who have been wonderful in our lives and still do such mighty things for God. 
as long as we're on, we have significance. And don't anybody, don't let anybody tell you you don't, that you're done. Because really and truly, I believe our best day ahead of us. I believe our brightest days are ahead. I know with our ministry, we know that the, our, the greatest days of our ministry and outreach and, and seeing people feel the Holy Ghost and heal are ahead of us, not behind us. Amen. And you should you should see your life as productive because it doesn't want you barren. Barren means unproductive. You know, there's some there's some definitions of barren. It means stricken. I'm not stricken. Are you productive? unfruitful, even impoverished. Now that is the opposite of what God wants for us. God wants our, and and words, purposeless or useless or lifeless. But God wants us full of his life. He wants us continually being productive and producing, and and especially producing fruit for his kingdom. Amen? (laughs) Getting people saved every day, talking to people about the telling of the goodness of God and what he'll do for people and casting out the devil. Amen. Another word opposite or anonym for barren or stricken means growing and developing. Very useful. Hallelujah. And that's who we are. And that is what God wants us until our last breath on the earth. Amen. I think we could be much more productive when we're 60 and over. And knows it. And he's trying to do some dirty work here, but we're not going to let him do it. Uh, we were, we were talking about Kenneth e. Hagan, our spiritual father, and how, uh, in, in his life, and, and he ministered most all of his life. He was called so young and started preaching a very young teenager. And yet he did not make his largest impact with his Rama Bible Training Center and conventions and et cetera, until he was 58. That's when he started, really, the impact of the movement. 58. And, you know, we were talking with someone, and they reminded us that um, Christ for the Nations, Gordon Lindsay, he was in the same age, when he made the greatest impact. So, you know, don't start cutting people off when they're 35 and 40. You're going to, you're going to cut off a lot of harvesters. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. You're going to cut off a lot of wisdom and a lot of experience and a lot, a whole lot of anointing. And praise God. I don't even know why I got off on that, except we need to know that the best years are the, are the years of us. Amen. So I'll wrap this up. He, she said nothing. Uh, with God, for with God, nothing, say nothing, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now, I want you to to verse 45. And she said here, blessed and blessed is she that believed for there shall be a prince of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now I want to say that again because I want to, I want you to see yourself in this situation. We know we're faith. We know God is with us and we know that, um, He is blessed us. The blessing is on us, right? For whatever He's told us to do. Now this is still what she was supposed to do. And she said, be it unto me according to your will. She received 
the uh, assignment. And, and then, you know, the Bible says in verse 45, and blessed is she that believed for there shall be a performance of things which were told her from the Lord. What is our responsibility in this? Believe. Believing. Just believing God will do it. He'll perform it. Amen. If there will be a performance. We believe him. Do you believe? It's really a joy to be a believer and not a doubter, isn't it? And we can compare and contrast that with with Zacharias. And, and, you know, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt in the first chapter, verse 10. You know, they were all praying. The multitude was praying. So they they were praying some impact in all the plan of God here. They were praying it out. Amen. And um, and and others that were praying, you know, uh, and, and others. But anyway. Uh, they were praying at the time of the incense. This is verse 11 in chapter 1. And there appeared unto him an angel, the Lord, standing in the altar. And Zechariah saw him. I love these angels involved in all this, don't you? And he was troubled and fear, fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear Zacharias, for, uh, for prayer is, your prayer is heard. Yeah. Your prayer is heard. You know your prayer this morning has been heard. I like that. Amen. Your prayer is heard, and the, your wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have gladness and rejoice at his birth. Now, you might not want a, a baby at your age, <laughs> but you know, we can still be productive. Amen. What, lots of spiritual children. How about that? That you brought into the kingdom through preaching the gospel, through telling people about and so he said, even at your age, your your age and Elizabeth's age, there's going to be a child and there's going to be joy and there's going to be gladness. You will rejoice at his birth. And so we go on down to see that um, that there was some questions about his his belief. And so the, the contrast between the two was Mary believed, according to thy word, be it unto me and look at look at him in verse and behold thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day of these things shall be performed because thou believest not which shall be fulfilled in their season now he, you know he wasn't necessarily i don't think he was mad at uh at uh, Zacharias for not Believing, I don't think he was mad. I think he just said, please keep your mouth shut (laughs) because you're powerful. You can mess this up with doubt and unbelief. So we do have a responsibility to keep our words. I believe. I believe God. I trust God. I know it. I know he'll perform it. Well, it doesn't look like it. So what? God is God and he can do this. Amen. And to keep the brother Hagin used to say switch of faith turned on. Keep that switch turned on by continually saying, my God is able and his grace. He can help me make it through this and and in glorious style, make it through. Amen. And, and so we see here that, uh, that, you know, Zacharias was not able to speak until it was performed. Until this thing was performed. And then the minute that baby was born and he said, you know, his, he wrote out his name would be John. Then he was able to speak 
and he rejoiced. He rejoiced. Hallelujah. And so today, what does this have to do with us? I believe that we, as we recognize what Jesus has done for us, as we recognize the mighty power in us and working through us, that uh, when we say it's going to take a miracle to get this done, they actually are the ones that say, hey, that's our realm, the miracle working realm, because we're in the realm of God. We're in the family of God. The miracle. And if he can have a little girl, Mary, who was a virgin, have a child and an old lady and her old husband have a child, the plan of God bring to brought to flourishing in their lives. He can do impossible things in your life. He can bring things to pass in your life that you never do. Whatever age you are, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Amen. He didn't just throw up his hands and say, well, you're getting 65, you're getting 70, you better back off. No, I believe he loves old people. Amen. He used so many old people in the Bible. Look it up. Look it up. Read it. Wonderful. And so he's got great things, great things for you and great things for you to do. So we're not going to do uh We're not quitting. Amen. We're not giving up or quitting, but we're pressing toward the mark. Hallelujah. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you that you are a God of signers and miracles and we pray today for everyone listening uh and everyone here in in the church that uh that we would be reminded and and be just filled today with the knowledge of your will for our lives that you would be be so clearly speaking to everyone about the steps that you have for our lives and and it doesn't matter if if we're 12 or if we're 92 we Thank you, Father. There are things to do for your kingdom and for your uh, uh, body, the body of Christ, to continue to increase and grow in Jesus' name. So we thank you that we believe and we receive that miracles are available, that God is in our situations removing and, and making all things work together for the good. And we thank you for financial blessing in everyone's life. We thank you for sickness being removed from the midst of us, that it departs in Jesus' name. And we thank you for uh, your plan, your plan will in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers again.